Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hey everybody, Lizzie here again, sounding a little different again. I'm here in Utah still getting yoga certified and having a break from the day-to-day. I had to run up here and turn this computer on and start recording because sometimes ideas hit me with such velocity. This one, I'm so excited to share it with you because it's just as much mine as it is yours. This is something that the universe, the spirit, whatever you want to call it, taught me today and it feels like it just wants to be shared. I'm so excited to share it with you because it's feeling exciting for me. Um, Before I dive in, I wanted to remind you, just in case you didn't already hear, applications are open for the next cohort of my group coaching program. This program is bomb, you guys. It has open access to my course, which is the postpartum anxiety course. And we talk about Um, lots of different things. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling like you're just in a rut, if you're one month postpartum, 12 years postpartum, 12 months, it doesn't matter. Sometimes what happened when we became a mom sticks with us for a long time. And so again, postpartum is not necessarily a time frame, but rather do you intuitively sense that the root of what you're experiencing that's not working right now is potentially related to motherhood, your womanhood, babies, birth trauma, things of that nature. We touch on marriage and we touch on, you know, intimacy and other aspects of life for a woman um, outside of just postpartum, but my group is going to, it's just so amazing. So more on that later. If you want to apply, go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program check out the uh, page and then there's the application button, apply now. And that's where you go to apply. Once you apply, you get an email with a link to book a consult with me and you and I can just go over your application, make sure it's a fit, make sure you're feeling good, ask any questions, make your decision. And once you make payment, immediately you get access to my stuff. You get access to the course, the meditations and the private podcast, which I'm really excited for all of you to have. So again, lizzielangston.com forward slash program. Don't miss it if you're wanting to get into the cohort. We start in July. Right now, the date's July 11th. It's subject to change just based on incoming applications and stuff. Okay, so let's talk about karma and dharma. And I'm going to get raw and real with y'all. I'm so excited, though. Um, so here's the deal. My husband had a company, and I've kind of mentioned this before. 
he had a co-working space and we put everything on the line in order to buy this company because we really believed that as entrepreneurs, we're both, we both take pride in really loving to work for ourselves, even though it's not always possible. And there are times and places where we enjoy working for other people and stuff like that. But anyway, we're very entrepreneurial in spirit, in our hearts, my husband and I, and there was an opportunity to purchase a company. My husband for probably a year and a half was looking at different companies he wanted to buy and, um, seeing what was in our price range and all that. So we leveraged our house and our mortgage in order to be able to purchase a company, kind of a crazy thing to do. If you know, Abe and I, you know, that's not too far out of the range of normal for us, (laughs) but who could have foreseen that a less than two years after we bought this company, which was doing fairly well, um, the pandemic hit and Denver, which is where we were living at the time closed, down a lot of stuff just like everywhere did, but when everybody else, not everybody, okay, maybe more Republican states like Utah or Arizona, when those other economies were resilient and kind of coming back, Denver's was still really struggling just, you know, mostly because for, and I'm not criticizing here at all. Okay. And so, but what happened was they limited the amount of capacity that could come into any certain place, capacity of people right? Because of COVID makes sense. And so the tricky part of that was that my husband's business was a co-working space, right? A place where people could come and work remotely if they didn't want to be working out of their home office or out of their garage or small startup companies who it was way more affordable for them to own or rent a small office from us in this co-working space than to lease it from like a big commercial something or other. So anyway, with the turn of the pandemic, Denver limited everything and my husband's company went under. And not only did it not be able to survive, but there was also a lawsuit that happened. And unfortunately, it wasn't personal, but the people who we were renting from in this space, who we had the lease with, because maybe I should just say this quick little detail, how it worked is there was a really big building with many floors and corporate landlords owned this building and the floors in it. And then we rented one big floor of the building from them and we made our money and paid our rent through people coming and renting from us small little spaces of this floor to work in. Yeah. So you can imagine when there's a limit to how many capacity can be in the building, how many people can be in the building. My husband's business model was frustrated because we had to have a certain amount of people in, in order to make ends meet and then a profit on top of that. So the business was no longer profitable for a few months. They worked with us, but as soon as the government protections ended, they filed a lawsuit, which we didn't see coming. And it was really surprising. And at this time we were just about to move to Costa Rica. So fast forward a few months, we, we sell everything. We sell our house included and we move to Costa Rica and we're renting, you know, um, rentals there. And this is my, because my husband lost his job and his business during the pandemic, he was supporting me as I worked full time and he was helping with the kids and kind of figuring out what was next for him. All right. So this sets the stage and I promise you it's going to get to postpartum here. Um, basically things fell apart financially when we were in Costa Rica because of this lawsuit and we had to take every lovely, squishy thousands of dollars that we had saved from the sale of our home. And we had to give it to this company, you know, these corporate landlords in order to avoid bankruptcy and lawsuit. 
And they knew how much money we had from the sale of our house, which is so creepy, but that's how it works is they're able to, um, pull, you know, everything in a lawsuit like that. And so we had to basically give them clean us out. Like we had to give them everything. So we were at basically whatever my income was is how much money we had because our savings was completely depleted and just super bummer. Couldn't have seen that coming. Right. Fast forward, we move back from Costa Rica and my mental health takes a really big hit. I'm in the middle of some big trauma. Now we don't have a plan B. My business was our income, but we could see that my mental health was the priority. And so we paused my business. My husband started looking for jobs. He's currently probably going to get an offer here in the next week or so, but he's still, it's been a couple months of just interviewing lots of different places, getting a few offers. They weren't the right fit, etc. So financially, we took a pause. So you can imagine where we are right now financially. If I was the income and I'm no longer, I am now, but I wasn't working because my mental health needed the priority. So um, yeah, fascinating times, right? Really, really interesting, really hard. I can tell you in one short sentence, this is really hard for me to talk to you guys about because my guard is up a little bit because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want people to think that I'm irresponsible or stuff. But I've really gotten to this place of, you know what, grace, like nobody, nobody, nobody could have seen this coming. Nobody knew that our company was going to fail. Coworking was the way of the future, right? It still is, frankly. We'll see. We'll see how it pans out. Poor little WeWork. I don't know if you guys have heard about WeWork. They went public. They were growing super fast. And then they just like started crashing. It's really sad. So coworking is this very volatile so far. We're going to have to give it a decade and see what it does. But anyway... Here we are in our little family. We moved back to the States for various different reasons. Part of them being with my mental health, my husband's. Part of them, my my oldest son needed some resources that were here, and that only became apparent to us once we were living down there. So we're at this financial ground zero. We've We've almost been married for 10 years, and we're completely starting over financially. We feel like newlyweds in the financial department. And it's come with his stresses and stuff. I will just say that it's much more stressful in my experience because I lived both. It's so much more stressful to have plenty of money or just enough money or whatever financially, but have poor mental health. I would much rather be scraping finances than scraping by in my body mentally and emotionally and in my parenthood and in my self and my relationships. So if I had to choose, I would choose where I am. I definitely am glad we prioritized our mental health over me pushing through and trying to work when I was having a lot of trauma come up and my nervous system. I'm so grateful for all of the decisions. Now let's talk about how this relates to postpartum. Okay. So I've been at this yoga thing, right? By the way, I study at it's Bodhi yoga. So it's gobodhiyoga.com. Just in case you ever want to get yoga certified, please consider doing it with Syl Carson. Syl is short for Sylvia, so S-Y-L. Syl is amazing, and she is my current yoga instructor. It's just gobodhiyoga.com. Bodhi is B-O-D-H-I, okay? Anyway, so I'm certifying with Syl right now. I've been like eating, sleeping, walking, talking, breathing, yoga, and philosophy, yoga philosophy, yoga movements, chi, all the things, prana, like, and I've been learning about karma and dharma. And at the same time, I'm in this space where I'm away from my kids and I'm reflecting on like what's happened to us in the last six months financially. I mean, here we are in the middle of the year. It's June, 2022. Um, My mental health took a dip from January to, uh, sorry, to April, mid-January to mid-April. 
and um, our finances were wiped out from underneath us, right, with this lawsuit. Uh, that was final uh, beginning of January, which really contributed for me just the devastation of something like that and thinking of all the different ways we could have spent that money, you, as you can imagine, right? So that was a huge loss and I think also contributed to that depressiveness that came over me and stuff. Um, but specifically looking at the finances, I was talking to a good friend about energetics and money. And I was looking back at the last 10 years with me and money, and there's been times of big manifestation and then times of dips into basically everything flies out of my bank account and we're back to low and then big manifestation and creation of money and then back to low. And I, I, again, I promise this will relate to postpartum. I'm just kind of going off the cuff here because this really felt like it wanted to come through for you guys and for me both today. I'm just kind of putting my thoughts together in real time with you. So follow with me here, but let's go over the principles of karma and dharma. And then I want to explain how this relates to my story and then relate it to possibly what you're experiencing with any sort of, I don't know, staleness or stuckness you're feeling postpartum, or maybe even more than that. Maybe it's more severe. So karma is basically when you're not aligned with your life path and everybody feels karma. It's like this sense of powerlessness. It's this sense of like stuff just keeps not working out. You keep running into walls. And I want to be clear, in my opinion, you can have karma happening in your finances, for example, but you can have dharma, which is the opposite of karma. It's when things are working out and things just come together for you. So you can have karma in your finances, let's say, for example, but you can have dharma in your company or in your marriage, things can be going amazingly well. In one area, there's karmic energy in one area of your life. There's dharmic energy in another. So for me, my history with money has been very karmic. Okay, It's been very volatile. It's been amazing abundance and then crap, we didn't manage that well. Or amazing abundance and then lawsuit, it's all gone. There's been this karmic nature with me and money. And I want you to think about right now postpartum, Where's your karma and where's your dharma, right? So brief review, karma is when things keep stagnating or getting stuck. They just, you just can't seem to work this part of your life out. Whereas dharma is there's a flow and it's easy. I was just talking to a friend at my yoga training and she was saying that her easiest thing in her life has always been her marriage. And then everything else has been really hard and, you know, but her, not everything else, but there's been other areas that have been hard, but her marriage has never been one of them. So think about that in your life. Is there any areas that just seem to be very dharmic for you that you've never really had to struggle with? Maybe you've never struggled with body image. You've just always loved your body. Or maybe it's been very karmic for you with your body image and you just constantly are gaining weight and then losing a little, but then getting stuck again and having this almost this battle or this sort of like two steps forward, five steps backward sort of situation, right? That's karmic energy. Forget everything you know, by the way, about karma, right? When we think of karma, we just think like, oh, what you do will come back to you. Sort of, but not really. I'm talking about the deep yoga philosophy here, as far as I understand it, which I am limited because I am a beginner, okay? So I don't claim to know everything there is to know about this philosophy. And I could be doing this wrong in some way. I'm very well aware of that. But according to what I've been studying just for the last four days, right? So anyway, you've got your dharmic energy in your life and your karmic energy, Now, what we want to do is we want to get all of our karmic energy shifted into dharmic energy, not in a way, not, not from a place of like, I never want to struggle. So let me hurry and get these obstacles out of my way, 
But the process of evolution as a human being is that ultimately that's that whole and complete feeling where you're, you've got so much dharma in your life that you're just able to serve more fiscally, whether it's with finances or have more energy, more health, right? So um, what I want to hone in on is how do we get from karma to dharma in one area of our life? If you're experiencing, for me right now, it's finances and I'm on this cusp or this precipice of like, oh, I see it now. I see the patterns. And so I'm in a position to ultimately and eventually shift from my karmic to my dharmic state in my finances. And I want you to ask yourself with your postpartum mental health or your needs or whatever it is, friend, whatever it is that just doesn't feel like it's working and just pick one for the purpose of this exercise. Because I know there can be sometimes a few different areas of life that feel really karmic in nature. So for now, just pick one, then you can come back and do it again. So pick one. I'm going to say maybe it's your postpartum um, rutness or mental healthness. How do we shift from karmic to dharmic? Okay. There's free print, free, there's free principles. They are free, but there are three principles that I want to share with you. Okay. I'm kind of excited about these before I dive in though, I have to say one thing. This is what came through to me today that has changed. This is, I believe the answer to how we go from karma to dharma is you have to stop fighting with the karma. You have to put your head up and be like, oh, this is karma, right? This is just the part where I haven't figured it out yet. Obviously, it's going to be figured out. So that's what I want to offer to you because sometimes with postpartum mental health or money or marriage or whatever it is, but sometimes in our struggle, in our karmic energy, right? In our karma, we can feel like so hopeless. We can feel so much despair. And what that does is it pulls you into more karma, my friend. So if you want to know, how do I shift from this karma to the dharma? How do I get from the, the constant friction to the flow in this area of my life? You can't fight the friction, you can't hate the friction. You've just got to step out and see the friction. Okay, that's step one. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW. And this is actually what I teach in my program, by the way. The first thing I teach before we get into how to calm your mind during anxious moments or overwhelmed moments, how to calm your body when you have a big intense emotion coming up that you're kind of getting swallowed by or stuck in. The first thing we actually talk about before I teach you anything is how to stop resisting whatever it is that you're experiencing. Now, I didn't have words for this when I created my program. I just naturally, this is just energetics. It's just what I was doing because it's how I got through mine. Now we have this lovely container of words, right? Karma to Dharma, friction to flow if you will. So step one is how are you fighting it? How are you feeding the karma energy? How are you feeding the friction? 
It doesn't always feel good to look at the responsibility here. But when I say responsibility, it doesn't mean it's your fault. It doesn't mean that just because you can see that you've been contributing in some way that you were doing it wrong. The second thing I want to tell you is that the reason you're experiencing what you're experiencing is because the Dharma is trying to come through. Let me give you an example going back to my financial situation. I told you I was talking with a really good friend. She studies energetics. She's amazing. And we were talking about my history with money, and I kind of mentioned it before. But I realized that if I had not been at rock bottom right now with my finances, I would never have been able to see my patterns so clearly with money, which when I saw my patterns, all of a sudden I stopped being in the karma. I saw the karma and I saw the path forward to my dharma, right? To my flow with money. I get, I see it. I'm not in it yet, but I see it, right? And so sometimes we just have to get ground level, like halted enough and caught up in the friction of our karmic energy, right? Mental health crisis or health problems, whatever it is, to finally be in a position to receive energetically the Dharma that wants to come to us. I promise you, it is my testimony, if you will, it is my offering today that there is an upgrade at hand with you right now, that the struggle you're feeling isn't because the universe is trying to punish you. I don't know if you believe that or not, but sometimes it feels like that. I know it has for me. I felt a lot of self-pity because the struggles I was in were harder than anything I've ever been through. And I just want you to know that at some point you're going to see the karma. You're going to be able to step out of it and you're going to be able to go into the Dharma and you're going to find the flow. You're going to find your healing. Now let's talk about my program. I may not be perfect and I might not be, let's say a therapist or like there are ways that I might not be a fit for all people, but I have lived postpartum anxiety and depression. I've lived, as you could tell with this whole financial thing, a lot of really hard stuff. And I've always put my mental health, I shouldn't say always, but since finding coaching, I've put my mental health first for the last four years. What that has allowed me to do is get into an extremely dharmic energy with my mental health. And so when other things in my life, I like feel a little bit emotional, but when other things in my life are at a low, I'm okay because I have mental health. I know that my kids will still get the mom that they need because I have mental health. They might not get the sweatshirts that they want or the pair of shoes that they want, but they damn well will have the mom that they need because I have my mental health. You do not want to be putting finances in front of your mental health in a long-term way. I get it. Sometimes it's just beyond your ability to invest. Sometimes you just need to say no to an investment or to a new shiny sparkly thing because, you know, there are higher financial goals, but do not fall into the trap of limiting your mental health over money because in the long run, that is karmic. And I'm not trying to scare you or, or, or push you into any certain decision. I just want, if any, if nothing else, I want you to maybe feel inspired a little bit by the fact that I'm okay, even though we've just been sued and I had three months of depression and we had to move internationally. And my oldest son has like probably diagnoses that we haven't even found out about yet, you know, and my husband's mental health and lost his job and everything. Like 
my mental health has been there for me and I never did stop investing. Now my investments changed. I wasn't able to hire, let's say a $35,000 coach, right? I went to more group programs or, you know, more memberships because those were more affordable. So find what can, what's reasonable and manageable because your nervous system matters, right? If you're going to make an investment, you don't want to create a new problem. If the investment is so big, that you are now freaked out of your mind because you don't know how you're going to pay off what you just invested in. You got to know your limits, okay? But also, you got to look past where your comforts are and get into that space of growth. And that's what I want to invite you to do by applying to my program, Better Than Normal Again, 12 Weeks to Thriving Postpartum and Beyond. If it feels right to you, if it feels like an edge of growth, if it feels like something that could help you get from karma to dharma in your mental health and in your motherhood and in your marriage and in your body and womanhood, then come apply, okay? You go to lizzylangston.com forward slash program. I'll put the link in the show notes. That is a brand new page, by the way. I just released it. So lizzylangston.com forward slash program has a frequently asked questions section. It has everything that we do each of the 12 weeks, every subject that we're touching. It has every question you might have over the, about the program is there now. Okay. So lizzylangston.com forward slash program, and you can apply for my program after which we'll meet on a consult. And then if you decide to buy, as soon as you pay, you get access then you'll be in my group for from the minute you pay until we start our 12-week calls. The 12 weeks, 90-minute calls every week, they're all recorded. You get them. As of now, I've decided to give them to people for life. You have access to these recordings forever to continue to serve you, to continue to help you see that karmic edge that leads you into your dharma so that you can find that flow. You deserve to be in the flow, my friend. You don't deserve to be caught up in karma forever. And if I can help you, I will. I am so grateful on this beautiful day. I can hear the birds chirping that the universe has seen it fit to humble and floor me to the point where I will no longer struggle with money the way I have because I have seen my path to my dharma because of my karma. And I can be grateful for my karma. And I want to help you get into that state of mind with your postpartum struggles. I can do that for you. It's all there. LizzieLinkson.com forward slash program. I'll see you on your console after you've applied. Talk soon. Hi, beautifuls. You heard me. July 11th, we start a brand new cohort of the Better Than Normal Again, 12 Weeks to Thriving Postpartum and Beyond program. Applications are now open. If you go to lizzielinkston.com forward slash program, you will see buttons all over the page that say apply now and apply here. While you also get to check out all of the information and details about the program, please just email me lizzie at lizzielinkston.com if you have any questions. Other than that, I will see you on your free 30-minute consult that you get once you've submitted your application. I'll talk to you soon.